Welcome back to our Bhagavad Gita study. I'm here with Chaitanya Charan, our uh, residential monk in India. We call him CC and Balaram, my good friend. So we are on chapter two, text four. Um, chapter one, we went through all the reasons that Arjuna does not want to fight. And we just started into chapter two with Krishna's response, which is is kind of prodding at him um, about about kind of calling him out on like you know you're you're looking cowardly because you're not going to fight and you're a warrior. So so what's up with that? So let's see what happens next. So you see, do you want to take us into it? Sure. So so in the second chapter. Initially, there is more of a conversational a tone, and then eventually it becomes more of a philosophical discussion, philosophical reflections. So right now we are in the first ten verses, which are more conversational. And when Krishna says, "You are being cowardly to Arjuna," Arjuna responds with uh, indignation. Is Arjuna vacha katham bhishma maham sankhe? द्रोणम च मधुसूदन ईशु भी प्रतियोत्स्यामी पूजारहा Translation Arjuna said, O killer of enemies, O killer of Madhu, how can I counterattack with arrows in battle men like Bhishma and Drona, who are worthy of my worship? Yeah. So when Krishna speaks to Arjuna and says, you are being cowardly, there are generally, we can say there can be aggressive reaction. But aggressive reaction can uh, can range over a wide variety of uh, uh, flavors, you could say. You know, like what one extreme could be just throw a tantrum. Generally, when somebody throws a tantrum, means they are making a small thing into a big thing. Just uh, they are getting angry about something which is really not worth getting angry about. But the the other extreme could be indignation. Now, in between, you could have rage. You could have um, many other emotions like that. But the key difference I am trying to make out over here is indignation is it is more like anger at wrongdoing. When something wrong has happened, then when we feel we have been wronged, and in one sense we feel that that anger is justified, that's when we become angry, and that ang- that that anger is more indignant. So. Here, the indignation is Arjuna, Krishna and Arjuna, they are having a discussion. And in one sense, Krishna is ascribing a lower motivation to his action. And he's saying, this is this is cowardly. And Krishna, Arjuna is responding. It's almost like the two of them are talking past each other. Arjuna is claiming there's a higher motivation. The higher, it's not cowardice at all. It's you could say it's consideration, it's compassion, it's um, 
its thoughtfulness its caution its carefulness whatever it is and he is saying that this was not a situation of ordinary cowardice at all why because these are my this is my guru and this is my grandsire so he tells to make this point arjuna turns the table around and he says would you be nonchalantly fighting against your your grandfather and your teacher would you be would you find that easy so he says these are people whom i should be offering flowers like in our tradition our culture also a special guest comes up so we may give them a bouquet of flowers so flowers are a trans sign of respect so it's basically i should be respecting them but instead if instead of offering flowers this is what i should be doing instead of them i'm shooting arrows at them and that is it it is not just disrespectful you could say it is outrageous it's atrocious mm-hmm. so how can i be doing this so he is saying that there is there is a issue of ethics over here so it's almost like the gita is going deeper and deeper there is a emotional dilemma now i just i just don't feel like doing it hmm my heart is not in this but krishna is arjuna is saying that it's not just a emotional dilemma it's a ethical dilemma so emotional dilemma is that doesn't feel good it doesn't feel right to me hmm i'm using good and right interchangeably they're not interchangeable but it it's more of feeling doesn't feel or good right or right to me but ethical dilemma is i don't i don't think this is good or right and he's telling how is not good or right and it's involve shooting those whom i should be worshiping how can it be right so this point of a ethical dilemma is what will be emphasized by arjun in his subsequent verses also but he is again using a rhetorical question rhetorical statement making a question how can i fight against my teacher and grandfather uh, whom i should be worshiping so, so yeah go ahead so so what you're saying is arjuna was very emotional about this K- krishna confronted him and pretty much called him a coward for not for kind of bowing down when he should be bucking up as a warrior and now arjuna's responding with not so much emotion but saying more like ethically i shouldn't be fighting against my teachers who are worthy of my worship yes true so definitely arjuna was emotional but it is not just a issue of emotions he says below the emotions there is a serious cons- ethical consideration also and if if it's just oh you are feeling afraid come on give up that fear and fight it's not that i'm feeling afraid or rather if i'm feeling afraid it is not it is not cowardice it is afraid of i'm afraid whether i'm doing the right thing or not so if at all there is fear there can be fear of death but there can also be fear of wrong doing that i may die that means fear 
I may die or fear is that what I'm doing is wrong. So he's telling that is the fear in my mind right now. And I can't, I, I, it's not this, it's this. And then mm. therefore he will say later, I want to know what is the right thing. That's what he will say a couple of verses later. Someone say it, it shows yeah, that he's not cowardly because he's not afraid of death. He's more afraid of doing wrong. That's, that's a big sign of a yes, warrior, of right? Of course. Yes, that's true. Definitely. So, Balram, at any time you have any comments, just feel free to state them. Maybe oh. I will just pause the, and when I complete something, I pause. Then maybe you could just speak. Maybe what I could do is whenever I feel I have complete my point, I'll just draw a line. And that could oh. be a cue for both of you if you want to comment something. Cool. Okay. Sure. So let's go to the next text now. So he is emphasizing the ethical dimensions of the issue over here. Gurun ahatva himaha nubhavan shreyo bhoktum bhaiksham api haloke hatvartha kamamst guru nihaiva bhunjiya bhogan rudhir pradigdhan Translation it would be better to live in this world by begging than to live at the cost of the lives of great souls who are my teachers. Even though desiring worldly gain, they are superiors. If they are killed, everything we enjoy will be tainted with blood. So here Arjuna is take, taking his case further, saying that, okay, he said that these are, these are venerable beings for me venerable elders for me, I shouldn't be fighting against them. But even if somebody says, oh, you know that they have become materially minded, they have become money minded, that because the other side paid them, that's why they are fighting for them. They have become like that. But he says, okay, that may be true, but that's not the important fact. They are still venerable elders. That is the more important fact. And therefore, Killing them means that what I get will be tainted by their blood. And I don't I don't want this, he says. Better that I abandon my claim to a kingdom and I just... Uh, what would be the alternative for him? In the past, societies were quite, uh, you could say, structured or stratified. So it's not that... Everybody had every single option open for them. Even if we consider the the society in Europe and especially UK, for example, at the time when uh, it was colonizing India or colonizing America, for that matter. So even so, there is the period of Regency or the Victorian period, Gregorian period, basically the colonial society colonial UK, there, those who were the nobility, those who were the dukes and the viscounts and the all those posts, the, the nobility, they were mostly landed gentry, that they, they had landed uh, property that they would earn from the land. The thing would be produced over there, the farm and everything, that's what they would use, or they would rent their property, working like having a profession was considered unacceptable for them. This is just not what you do. 
that you work with your hands. No, that's not what befits you. So the point I was I'm making over here is the past society was very structured, and for a warrior, the options in that sense were limited. Either the warrior acts as a protector, that means the warrior is ready to fight, but if the warrior finds fighting too difficult, then the only other career option for the warrior is to renounce the world and become a beggar. This is now, it's more of a renunciant, renunciate, a person who renounced the world. The technical word for them is, or the more polite word for them is, more refined word is mendicant. These are holy beggars. They're not beggars who, oh, they are beggars because they're too lazy to work or they can't get a job. It's just because they feel that there is more to life than simply earning a living. But in those situations, Arjuna, is no, Arjuna acknowledges that I can't fight. And if I can't fight, then the only option left for me is that I'll have to become a beggar. And he says, even that, for a person who has lived in royalty, who has lived in prosperity, who has lived with great honor, for that person to be beggar, beggar would be very painful and humiliating. But still says, even that is better than trying to, than living at the cost of the, living on a kingdom that is got at the cost of the blood of my elders. So, He's saying this option is not working. So this is what I will, even this is preferable. That's what he's saying in this verse. Okay. So any reflections, comments? No, I just really, he's so sincere. Yeah. So let's go on to the, I think now he, he's making all these arguments, but he's, he now expresses his dilemma over here. Na chaitad vidmah kataran no gariyo, yadva jayema yadivano jayeyu, yane vahatvana jiji vishamas. Translation. Nor do we know which is better, conquering them or being conquered by them. If we killed the sons of Dhritarashtra, we should not care to live. Yet they are now standing before us on the battlefield. So, nor do we know which is better. It's, it's almost like he has aggressively advocated one position and almost at this point he's stepping back from his own position. So Arjuna's conflict is being revealed over here. Arjuna is conflicted deeply. He understands that this is suddenly if you see he's using the plural over here like the he's not a singular reference for himself I he's using we because on one side he is saying that it's better to be a beggar. That's what he just said in the previous verse. But then he recognizes that maybe he would prefer that. But what is that? Is that what he would want his entire family to be? Is his, he has his oh, he has his brothers, he has his wife, he has his children. Is that really good for them? So better it says not fighting would mean he would be a beggar. That's what he said in the previous verse. That was two point six. But now he's saying that 
now so that that was the previous verse basically now if you consider it from this verse's perspective arjuna is talking about uh, in this text this is 2.7 he says that that, that was 2.5 this is 2.6 so he's saying i don't know fighting or not fighting i don't know which is really good i don't know what is to be done and he says now he's not exactly saying fighting over here he's saying conquering them or not conquering or being conquered by them so that means that if he fights he can win it's also possible that he can lose so now being conquered can happen in two ways one is that he fights and loses or he just doesn't he doesn't fight at all both ways he will be conquered but the idea is that not being conquered or not or being conquered that's terrible he will lose everything as i said he will have to live as a beggar but while this is terrible conquering is in its way also also terrible so he's just feeling that i just don't know what to do so this this verse especially depicts you know arjuna is facing what in today's management parlance would call is arjuna dilemma is a lose lose situation if i fight i lose if i don't fight i lose so shakespeare phrased it i think in hamlet to do or not to do that if i do i get caught in a lot of complexities and that's terrible but if i don't do it i had to live with myself i could have done something to change things and i did not so it's a it's a way where he sees it's a situation where he sees no way ahead and that's why he is why this is indicating actually a significant difference in arjuna's uh, arjuna's uh, thinking so in one sense arjuna has these two options and not necessarily fighting is superior just depicting so till now he was advocating about not fighting but then why is it that suddenly he says i don't know whether this is better or not better this is this is this is the uh, because you know in one sense the reasons for fighting they are they, they are evident although he has not they're not articulated now but it's not that this is the first as they said this is not arjuna's first rodeo it's not his first fight and it's not that the pandavas have not deliberated the ethics of the fight before in fact before this war when they were deciding forming allies and everything the pandavas tried in multiple ways to settle peacefully but so it's evident even if it's not articulated now and his idea of not fighting that is been articulated now but all the reasons for fighting are also coming in his mind and he's just deeply conflicted at this point i just don't know what is better hmm. you know um krishna arjuna is very emotional at the beginning krishna calls him out on it and you know calls him cowardly pretty much and now arjuna is really revealing 
that it's it's not so much cowardly. Like he's really just trying to find figure out what the right thing to do is, and he's struggling. And he is he is pulled by his emotions, but it's also deeper than that. It's also an ethical conflict within him himself. So he's he kind of has this inner this inner conflict of any, but he really wants to do the right thing, and that's just really evident in in how much he's trying to figure it out, figure out what the right thing is, right? Yeah, perfect. Actually, he is. Uh... it sometimes uh, when the whole whole situation is going in a particular direction and we decide it's flowing in a particular direction we decide to go in the other direction we think of going in the other direction we need to articulate the reasons for going against the flow if the flow is in this direction then if i want to go here instead of in the flow's direction then i articulate the reasons why i'll go there but then at the end of the day i also know the reasons why the flow is also a valid direction so what happens in the bhagavata sometimes is if we have not read the mahabharat then the reasons for this are articulated hmm reasons for this are articulated the reasons for this are not articulated here they are assumed to be known by the readers because the gita is a part of a bigger book and we discussed how atrocious and uh, adamant and arrogant the kauravas were and how they were not ready to sit for a settle for any peaceful uh, compromise at all so there are circumstantial reasons also for uh, fighting which are not mentioned over here but they are very much a part of the discussion uh are they are part of the deliberation that is going on in arjuna's mind even if they are not discussed over here so you're saying if if we had read the mahabharata which is what the bhagavad gita is contained in we would have more context and understand that more explicit reasons why it's appropriate to fight but we're just coming into it just reading the bhagavad gita which is like the middle section of the mahabharata so we don't have that same context yes the reasons for fighting are given here and the reasons for not fighting are given within the gita oh uh, okay wait the line you just drew is the mahabharata okay yeah the bigger book great any comments balram before we finish yeah i was um i had a moment i was actually kind of swung the other way my last comment i was thinking oh he's being so tough on arjuna but at the same time i was you were describing um you know the strata of society and explaining how arjuna's royalty right so i was thinking isn't this in his training like why is the weight of philosophical ideation suddenly upon him now that he's standing on the battlefield wouldn't he have been prepared for this and and yeah it's uh, a very good thought to reflect on we discussed this briefly in the first chapter because he has come in the middle of the battlefield that's when he sees the gravity the uh, reality the irreversibility the immediacy of what is going to happen and that's why it sinks into him he's aware of it but it just sinks into him and we will talk about this in 2.8 when we discuss that also 
that what is Arjuna's situation at this stage? Yes. Thank you for bringing that point. So I'll try to sum summarize quickly. So we discussed mainly three texts today. So from this is Arjuna's counter arguments. So Arjuna defends himself basically. First, he says that this is not an emotional issue; it's an ethical issue. And it's a, he's taking the discussion deeper and he's saying that that would you be able to would you be able to kill your relatives, kill your shoot arrows at your elders? It's not as simple as that. Because uh, so then he says that he, he gives his preference. Is he's so he, he knows his options are so terrible that kingdom, you could say blood stained kingdom, or begging. Those are his options, and he says I am ready to even choose this. That's what he says in the next text. Let's continue on his discussion, and then finally. He says he he basically says he's indecisive. He expresses the indecisiveness that I don't know what is because it's not just a my decision; it's a collective decision. So conquering is bad, but being conquered by them is also bad, and it's not just for me; it's for my own family; it's for everyone. So I just don't know which is better. So that's where he stops now. we'll see what he says further in the next text thank you thank you